0: that growth with my podcast stone. <laughs> Sisters. I'd like to welcome every one of you watching this evening to The Bible Speaks. This is a Bible study program that is designed to help you better understand your Bible and to help prepare you for the coming of the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. I'll be your teacher for tonight's lesson. And reading for me is Brother Zephaniah here. The title of the night's lesson, sisters and brothers, is a good one. It's Christmas, a pagan custom of the church today. Christmas, a pagan custom custom of the church today so, uh, uh, at this time sisters and brothers this is the time of year where people are lying to their children telling them about a man in a red suit is uh, riding on a reindeer that fly and come to every house in the same night people's houses are being burnt down from all the lights that's on their houses and criminals are kicking in doors and robbing houses of all the presents that you got on your floor. Yeah, this is a happy time, all right. That's for sure. Now, even the tree huggers, sisters and brothers, they are happy about the killing of trees all over the world. In 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 11, Paul talks about the ministers of Satan, how they preach to you about a different Jesus and how he calls them false apostles, deceitful workers. Well, this doctrine, sisters and brothers, is part of of Babylon's mystery uh, religion you go into Revelation the seventeenth chapter you can read about this doctrine being in the cup that that woman that's riding the beast so now sisters and brothers tonight we're going to exp- explore idolatry and paganism in the church today now the Lord by the mouth of Paul he warned the church we're going to start the lesson off in 1st uh, 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 Timothy the 4th chapter we're going to start the lesson off in 1st Timothy the the fourth chapter we're gonna have brother zephaniah pick it up at verse one but sisters and brothers pay close attention to this verse because the lord is warning the world about this church that was gonna come on the scene and they were gonna give you a particular doctrine and they were gonna show you a particular priesthood pick it up at verse one brother go ahead and read now the spirit speaketh expressly. That in latter times some shall depart from the faith, uh-huh. giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. See, that caused them to give heed, I mean, depart from the faith. Because they are given heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Read on, brother. Speaking lies and hypocrisy. Uh-huh. Having their conscience seared with a heart iron. See, that didn't change the whole mindset. You didn't went from keeping a Passover to doing this thing called Christmas. Go ahead and read some more. Forbidden to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God has created to be received with thanksgiving uh-huh. of them which believe and know the truth. Ain't that something? Now this is where Paul is warned in the world. He said, forbidden to marry. What religion out there forbids their priests to marry? And then what religions out what religion out there had their priest to abstain from eating meat? Then they decided they can just have a little fish on Friday. He was letting you know that there was a religion that was going to come, that was going to take over the whole world, that the book say the whole world was going to drink out of this woman's cup. But now, let's go to uh, Isaiah the 55th chapter, fix- Isaiah 55. Did you, you got another verse? Yeah, we have two more. Read, read the next verse. Verse 4. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Now, sisters and brothers, he read on because every creature of God is good. But God did not tell you to eat every creature he created. But it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Because those that believe and know the truth, they know what they should and what they shouldn't eat. Now, Brother Parnell, let's go to Isaiah 55, and we're going to pick it up at verse 8. Isaiah 55, and we're going to pick it up at verse 8. Isaiah 55, and we're going to pick it up at verse 8. Because he said, which believe and know the truth, didn't he? Yes, sir. So, now, Isaiah 55, and, brother, I want you to pick this up at verse 8. Go ahead and read. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are thy ways my ways, Mm -hmm. saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways. Pick it up a little bit. And my thoughts than your thoughts. Go ahead. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven. So the Lord said, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. He's letting you know, I know what I'm telling you and just do what I'm telling you, because I don't think like you think. Go ahead and continue to read. And returneth not thither, but waters the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, go ahead. that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So he's just letting you know whatever he set up in this earth, it is going to come to pass. But look what else he said. Go ahead and read. Verse 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. He says, so shall my word that go forth out of my mouth, just like the dietary law. He created us. Who know better than the Lord what you should put in your body and what you shouldn't put in your body? But he said, so shall my word be that go forth of my mouth. Go ahead. But it shall accomplish that which I please. It's going to accomplish whatever he told us to do. If he told you to keep his commandments, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. But the Satan's ministers are telling you, you don't have to keep the commandments. All you got to do is trust in your book, sisters and brothers. Go ahead and read. And it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. He said, whatever I sent it to do, that's what it's going to do. Now, let's go to St. John, the 14th chapter. St. John 14. And we're going to pick it up. We're going to read one verse, Brother Parnell. We're going to bring our brothers up and We're going to read one verse, verse 15. St. John 14 and verse 15. Because the Lord lets you know what he wants you to do. We're going to pick it up in verse 15. Go ahead and read. If you love me. Keep my commandments. He said, if you love me, everybody claim they love Jesus today. Keep my commandments. I ain't read nothing, Parnell, about no Christmas, have you? No, sir. I ain't read nothing about no Easter, have you? No, sir. Because that is that mystery religion that Babylon has brought on the world. Now, let's move on. Let's go to Exodus the 20th. Now, remember, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments, didn't he? Yes, sir. We're going to go to Exodus 20, and we're going to pick this up at verse 1. Exodus uh, chapter twenty, brother Zephaniah, brother uh Zebra and I, we're gonna pick it up at verse one. Go ahead and read. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Go ahead. Out of the house of bondage. Go ahead. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. He said, have no right at the door, he said, have no other god before me. Go ahead and read. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image uh-huh. or any likeness of anything he that said, is in He said no graven images and no likeness of nothing. Go ahead and read. Above or that is in the earth beneath uh-huh. or that is in the water under the earth. Keep going. Verse 5. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them, for I the Lord thy God am a jealous God. He said, I am a jealous God. So idolatry is out. They got a church out there. They got idols and images of everything. Now, the Baptist church and all these other churches, they got this Christmas tree, which is an idol, that they are setting up in their houses, in their churches now. Finish that. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Go ahead. And well, showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and do what? And keep my commandments. And keep my commandments. The same Lord in the New Testament that told you to keep his commandments is the same Lord in the old testament that told you to keep his commandments. Let's go let's go to Deuteronomy the eighteenth chapter. Let's turn over to Deuteronomy the eighteenth chapter. Sisters and brothers, if you can't keep up, just write the scriptures down that appear at the bottom of your screen, and you'll be able to you'll be able to read them on, on your own leisure. But uh you can see them because they put them on the screen. Now, we're going to go to Deuteronomy 18. You're going to pick it up at verse 9, brother. Deuteronomy 18 and verse 9. Pay attention, sisters and brothers, because your life, your very life might depend on it. Go ahead and read. When thou art coming to the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, uh-huh. thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of the nation of go, those nations. Go ahead. There should not be found among you any one. That maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, uh-huh. or that uses divina- divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch. See, he don't want you practicing none of these pagan practices. You know, like Miss Cleo, reading your, reading your fortune, and palm reading, and all that, and tea leaves, and all that. He don't want you doing nothing. Go ahead and read that 11 verse. What does it say? Or a charmer. Or a consultor with familiar spirits. And you got people out there that deal with spirits. They do seances. And they have and they conjure up your dead relatives. But that ain't your dead relatives. Those are unclean spirits, sisters and brothers. Go ahead and read some more. Or a wizard or a necromancer. Uh-huh. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. Uh-huh. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God. Thus, drive them out from before thee. See, the Lord don't want you doing what the nations are doing. He don't want you learning to do after the abomination of these nations. Because when you, when He scattered us into all these nations, these people had other gods that they followed. But it looked like today. Everybody loves the gods of the Gentile, cause everybody dealing with the gods of the Gentile. Read some more. Verse thirteen. Uh huh. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. Now he ain't talking about perfection that you perfect, you can't make a mistake. He's just telling you to walk in His way. Go ahead and read. For these nations which thou shalt possess, hearken unto observers of time. He said he's telling you they they like doing that observers of time junk. Go ahead. And and to the diviners. Uh But as for thee, Uh the Lord our God has not suffered thee so to do. He he said the Lord didn't want you to do that. He might have drove you in the land, but you are supposed to worship the true and living God and just do what he told you to do. Now, let's go to Matthew, the 22nd chapter, Matthew 22. And we're going to pick this up at verse 35. Because people, they they forget, Sunday Christians, they forget this is in the book. Because they said, you're not under the law, you're under grace. Let's pick this up in verse 35, brother. What it say? Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Go ahead. Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Ain't that something? He said, now you notice how he used that? He said, which is the great commandment of the law? That let you know that you got to keep the law. Go ahead and read some more. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul. And that's the first part of the commandments that Brother Zepp read. Go ahead and read. And with all thy mind. Go ahead. This is the first and great commandment. See, instead of Jesus repeating all the ten, he just broke them into two. Go ahead and read. 39. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Go ahead. On these two commandments. He said on. These two commandments, what he say? Hang all the law. Some of the hold it, hold holy. Some of the law. All the law, preacher. All the law. And the prophets. All the law, sisters and brothers. And the prophets. On these two. Now, brother, let's go to let's go to Leviticus the 20th chapter. Leviticus 20. Because I don't see nothing. I ain't seen nothing in the law about Christ's mass. Have you? No, sir. So now we dealing with we're dealing with Christmas. know, ain't nobody paying attention. The spelling, the the spelling of Christmas. This is an abomination to the Lord right here. You're going to put Christ's name in it, but then you're going to stick this mass in there like when Christ went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, he had a mass. He didn't have no mass. This is something that the church just added in there. They just said, but then they call you a Christian, Right. But then when you when you write Christian out, you got Christ in there, too, don't you? Because all they're doing is they're trying to lump the paganism in with Christianity. That's all they're trying to do. Let's go. Let's go to Leviticus 20, brother. And we're going to pick it up at verse 22. OK, Leviticus, uh, uh, the 20th chapter, and we're going to pick it up at verse 22. Because the Lord know what he had. He got us doing and we need to follow him to the letter 20 and 22. Go ahead and read. You shall therefore keep all my statutes and all my judgments and do them. Did he say these two hang all the law? Yes, sir. Now he's turning around and he's saying you shall keep all my statutes and all my judgments. Read on. That the land. Whether I bring you to dwell therein, uh-huh. spew you not out. Go ahead. And you should not walk in the manners of the nations. Again, he told you, do not walk in the manners of the nations. Sisters and brothers, an idol don't mean nothing, and God know that the idol don't mean nothing. It can't move. It can't see. It can't hear. But it is the traditions behind the idol that's going to stop you from keeping the commandments of God. And that's the problem. God ain't worried about no no stone statue or no image carved out of wood. He's worried about you not keeping his commandments. And every year about this time, you're dealing with the Yule log, the tree, the star, everything associated with Babylon's mystery religion, and you don't even know it. You are fighting with people for trying to save your life, sisters and brothers. And that is the shame of it all. Go on your internet, put in Origin of Christmas. You can see that it is an abomination that any servant of God would dra- kill a tree out there and drag it in your house and dress it up. Hmm. That is an abomination. You kill the tree, sisters and brothers. It ain't live. You killed it. But then what do they do? They get a they get a pan of water and then they try to uh, save the tree's life. You see what I'm saying? That is so ridiculous. It ain't even funny. But what verse are you now? End of 23. Go ahead and read it. Which I cast out before you. Uh-huh. For thou committed all these things, and therefore I abhorred them. See, God said he hate that. You're going gonna to do a, a pagan custom, and then you're going to do it in the name of the Lord. That ain't going to work. Go ahead and read some more. But I've said unto you, you shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it. A land that floored with milk and honey. Uh-huh. I am the Lord your God, he say? which have separated you from other people. See, that's why the Lord gave you the commandments that separate you from other people. He don't want you doing what the people in the land is doing. And even in the land, in this land, he wants you to obey the laws of the land. But when it comes to paganism and serving other gods, he don't want you doing that. Read that next verse. What does say? You shall therefore put difference between clean beasts and... And unclean. See, the church don't put no difference in nothing. They don't. They eat swine, God say don't do that. They eat catfish, God say don't do that. The Lord tell you to keep the Sabbath, they they don't do that. The Lord wants you to put a difference between sin and righteousness. Go ahead and read. And between unclean fowls and clean. Go ahead. And you should not make your souls abominable by beast or by fowl uh or by any manner of living thing that creepeth on the ground. Which I have separated from you as unclean. See what he said? He separated because God is trying to teach us about being clean, be uh, uh, righteousness, and about being unclean in sin. Read that next verse. And you shall be holy unto me. He's saying, You shall be holy unto me, sisters and brothers. Go ahead. For I the Lord am holy, and have served from you separate you from other people, that you should be mine. He said that he should sever, sever you from other people that you shall be his. Now, let's go to Isaiah the uh, 44th chapter. Because the Lord didn't dig that tree thing. Gentiles and other nations have been doing the tree thing for a long time. It didn't start, brothers and sisters, just look it up. It didn't start uh, 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 when we got to America. They were doing it prior to. Because I'm going to show you that the Lord through uh mouth of the prophet Jeremiah, he told you about this same Christmas tree. He told you about it, but don't nobody believe it. You know why? Because you say he's sanctified and you full of some spirit that, that ain't got nothing to do with God. Because the spirit of the Lord is his word that Jesus brought. So now, we're going to pick this up at verse 6, uh, brother, and then you're going to skip to verse 9. We're going to pick it up at verse 6, 44 and 6, and then we're going to skip to verse 9, okay? Go ahead and read. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first, I am the last, Uh and besides me, there is no God. He said, besides me. Now he's going to give you some instructions. Skip down to verse 9 and continue. They that make a graven image are all of them vanity. Yes. And delectable things shall not profit. He he said, and their their delectable things will not profit. But he said, the people that have a graven image, it's all vanity. It don't mean nothing. You didn't, you didn't, pick something up and made a god out of it, and it don't mean nothing. Go ahead and read some more. And they are their own witnesses. Uh huh. They see not, nor know that they may be ashamed. Ain't that something? They see, they don't see nothing. No. And they should be ashamed because you didn't took an inanimate object and made a god out of it. Skip down. What verse was that? I finished nine. Go ahead, verse ten. Who hath formed a god or molded a graven image? That is profitable for nothing. Who has done that? The Lord is looking at you if you have doing that. Skip down to verse 12 and continue. Now he's going to start uh, uh, making a point and making fun of the people that's done that. Go ahead and read. The smith with the tongs both worked in the coals and fashioned it with hammers and worked it with the strength of his arms. Yea, he is hungry and his strength failing. Uh-huh. And he drinketh no water and, and he's faint. Strength. Now he did all his work. He's tired and he's faint. Skip on. Keep going. Keep reading. The carpenter stretches out his rule. Uh huh. He marketh it out with a line. He fitteth it with planes, and he maketh it out with a compass and maketh it it's after the figure of a man. Now this carpenter and got some wood. He didn't measure it. He didn't set it up. He got the compass on it. Now he made it into a figure of a man and, and then and, and, and made it as the beauty of a man. Go ahead and read. According to the beauty of a man, that it may Remain in the house. But we read that it's for nothing. Go ahead and read some more. 14. He hews him down cedars and taketh the cypress in the oak, which he strengthened for himself among the trees of the forest. He plants an ash, and the rain does nourish it. Now, you can't tell me that the Lord don't know about this Christmas thing. He go out in the forest, you get a tree, you cut it down, and he set it up. Look what else he said. Go ahead and read. 15. Then shall it be for a man to burn. Uh-huh. For he would take the off and warm himself. Now you're going to get the tree. You're going to cut a little bit off. You're going to put it in your in, in your furnace, and you're going to use it to warm yourself. Go ahead and read. Yeah, he killed it and baked his bread. Yeah, he maketh a god. Ain't that something? So now, you done took another piece, and you done put it in your stove, and you done cook by it, and then you done bake your bread. That same tree now, you done took a piece, now you baking bread by it. Go ahead and read. And worship is it. He makes it in a graven image. And fall us down there too. Ain't that something? Yes, you done sir. tore a tree down, you done warmed yourself by part, you done took another part, and you done put it in your oven and you cooked by it, and then you took another part and you formed the image and now you done fell down to it. Don't you know you do that every December 25th? And sometimes prior to that. And then in Europe they do it on January the sixth, the Epiphany. You do it all the time. But my issue is why is the church doing it? Why is the church Putting up an inanimate object, falling down to it, decking it with uh, uh, silver and gold and all that. Then I had a lady call me on the phone and ask me, tell me, when we read Jeremiah 10, I don't see that. That ain't no Christmas tree. Well, you're going to see it today. And we're going to prove that today, that that's the Christmas tree that Jeremiah is talking about. What verse are you now? 16. Read it. He burned his part there off. In the fire. Uh huh. With part thereof, he eat his flesh. Uh-huh. Now he's going over it again. He said, You part, he burned part of it with the fire. Then he put part of it, he eat the flesh by it, and he roasted it. Go ahead, what else he say? He roasted it, roast, and is satisfied. Now he lay back in his easy chair. He's satisfied. Now he's feeling good. Go ahead and read. Yeah. He warmeth himself, uh-huh. And saith, Aha, I am warm. I have seen that fire. Keep going, brother. 17. In the residue thereof, he maketh a god. Uh huh. Even his graven image, he said, the residue that's left, he didn't made him a god. Go ahead and read. He falleth down unto it, uh huh, and worshipped it, uh huh, and prayed unto it, uh huh, and said, Deliver me, for thou art my God. See, that's why the guy gonna kill people for doing that. That is the craziest disrespectful thing that a human being can do, other than being uh, 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 a homosexual. But go ahead and read. They have not known nor understood, for he hath shut their eyes. That they cannot see in their hearts that they cannot understand. Go ahead. And none considered in his heart. And nobody considered in his heart what? Neither is their knowledge nor understanding to say, I have burned part of it in the fire. Uh-huh. Yea, also I have baked bread. He upon said, the he ain't, got, ain't nobody got no knowledge that I didn't, I didn't just burn part of it in the fire to warm myself. I just baked bread to it. Go ahead. I have roasted flesh. I didn't cook by this tree. Go ahead. And eaten it. Uh-huh. And shall I make the residue thereof an abomination? Uh-huh. Shall I fall down to the stalk of a tree? And I'm going to say yes, because that's what the people been doing all the time, Brother Parnell. That's what they've been doing. Let's go to Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Let's go and see why the people are doing it. Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Because we started off talking about seducing spirits, didn't we? Yes, and doctrines of devils. We started out with that. Ephesians, the sixth chapter. And we're going to pick this up at verse 11. We started out. Everything, sisters and brothers, is contrary not to the Lord. People are teaching that the Lord didn't already came back already. They're teaching that the Bible is a fixation of our imagination. Everybody is teaching something contrary to the book. That tells me the book must be right. Because if everybody's talking about the book is wrong in this world, it's got to be right to me. So now, we're going to pick this up at verse uh, verse 11. Because my old man, Parnell, told me one time, he told me that if the whole world is going in one direction, he said, go in the other direction. Mm-hmm. He said, because something is wrong with that. We're going to pick this up at verse 11. Go ahead and read. What it say? Put on the whole armor of God. And that's what you need today, sisters and brothers, in this world, the whole armor of God. Not part of it, all of it. Go ahead and read. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Go ahead. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, uh-huh. against spiritual wickedness in high places. Ain't that something? We are wrestling against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's where you get all this false doctrine from, from, from these unclean spirits that did moved on the world. Now, the Gentiles, they've always served rocks and, 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 and the sun and the moon and all of that. But how did the church... Get involved with sunrise service. That is a doctrine of devils. Let's go, let's go to uh, let's go to uh, Hosea the eighth chapter. Hosea the eighth chapter, brother. Hosea eight. How did the, how did the church get involved in this? Because every time there's a change in the church, it's always some minister that that uh, perpetuates the change. You know, the politician don't come into the church and perpetuate a change. It is always a minister. It was a minister that turned around and said in 2000, the world was going in and all of that in 1999 when it turned 2000. But the politicians ain't saying that. It is always a minister. Just check that out. Always. We're going to pick this up at verse 8. We're going to go to chapter, uh, uh, Hosea 8. And we're going to read. We're going to start just at verse 8. Hosea 8 and 8. What does it say? Israel is swallowed up. Israel is swallowed up. Go ahead. Now shall they be among the Gentiles as a vessel wherein is no pleasure? He said, we're going to be among the Gentiles, which is a vessel where there's no pleasure because the Gentiles don't serve the true and living God. Let's go to Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Deuteronomy 28. And we're going to read one verse there. We're going to read verse 64. Because God knew what this, what this crazy people was going to do. They're going to start serving uh, all kind of gods. Deuteronomy 28. We're going to read one verse, Brother Parnell, verse 64. Deuteronomy 28 and verse 64. Because the Lord knew. That's what this, this chapter of Deuteronomy was all about, the 28th chapter. It was a sign to show Israel who he was and showed Israel what was going to happen to you if you don't keep the commandments. Go ahead and read. Read that 64th verse. Go ahead. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people Uh huh. from one end of the earth even unto the other. Go ahead. And there Thou shalt serve other gods, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. Ain't that something? You're going to serve wood and stone. No matter where you are, you in Africa, you're going to serve some kind of God, a stone or wood God. you in America, you in Brazil, wherever you are, sisters and brothers, if you don't have the right mind or the mind of Christ, you're going to end up serving wood and stone. And that's how I go. Let's go to Jeremiah, 10 10th chapter. Jeremiah, this, this is a chapter where the lady had a fit about on the phone. You know, we read this. She read it. All of a sudden, it don't mean what it says. But we're going to see. We're going to start this at verse 1. You're going to read 1 and 2, then I want you to hold up, okay? Yes, sir. We're going to start this at uh, verse 1. Now, again, the Lord going to warn the church about the heathen or other nations. He going to let you know don't deal with their customs. Go ahead and read. Hear you the word which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel. Ain't there some directly to the church? He said, hear the word that the Lord speak to you. Go ahead and read. Thus says the Lord. Uh-huh. Learn not the way of the heathen. Go ahead. And be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. For the heathen are dismayed at them. See, they're always talking about the moon and the sun and the different galaxies and the Milky Way and all of that. You know, he said, learn not the way of the heathen and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. But what do we do? We follow everything that the Gentiles follow. And we are dismayed at the signs of heaven. we all in that astrology and ne- necromancing and all of that, palm reading and all of that. Where did that come from? I know church members that go and get their palms read. Where did that come from? So now, what, did you read the uh, second verse? Yes, sir. Read verse 8, funny. But they are altogether brutish <laughs> and foolish. Uh-huh. The stock is a doctrine of vanity. Because this is a doctrine of vanity. Now, before we get started... I'm going to show you, sisters and brothers, because that woman told me she yelled at me on the phone and uh, she told me that if she saw me, she was going to correct me out on the street. If I uh, uh, read this again, well, ma'am, I told you that I was going to do the lesson today. I hope you watch it because I want you to notice this because we're uh, going to they say a picture is worth a thousand words. So we gonna give you a picture today of what Jeremiah is talking about when we start at the fourth verse. So now, I'm going to give you this picture. Because this is one of the most evil things that I have ever seen. But see, this is a prop. This is what you call a prop. Huh? It's a very, no, we're going we're to read verse 3. But I want to show these people that this is some garbage. And it belongs in the garbage. Because you deck it with silver and gold and you do all this crazy, abominable junk to this junk. So now, ma'am, this is a Christmas tree. Yes, That's sir. what this is. Now, read verse 3. For the customs of the people are vain. Uh-huh. For one cut at the tree out of the forest, Uh huh. the work of the hands of the workmen uh-huh. with the axe. Go ahead. They deck it with silver and with gold. Hold up. Hold up. They deck it with silver and gold. Ma'am, I sure hope you're watching this because you said that this ain't no You know you cut. This is evergreen. You know you cut the junk out the forest and all that, and then you deck it with silver and with gold. Then they put the little ball balls on it and all of that. Go ahead and read finish that. They fastened it with nails and with hammers. See the old days my daddy and them say they used to get some two by fours and then they cross them up and they fashion them on the bottom with nails and hammers so it'll stand up. Now, if it's an idol, why you scared of this thing? This thing can't talk. And look, I always wonder why they don't never put it in the bathroom. <laughs> where it belong. They they always put it in the living room. Or oh, why don't you put it in the bedroom by your bed? Because you never do that because you're following the script. What verse are you? In the fourth, that it move not. That it move not. Go ahead. They are upright as a palm tree. Hold up, hold up. Yes, I forgot sir. something. Yes, sir. Lots of people. They use this junk. They burn their houses down with this crap. You know why? Put this on your crib. Okay. They deck it with silver. Go back. They deck it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers. It moves not, because it can't do nothing. No, sir. It says it say, it's upright like the palm tree, and it's standing upright. Yes, sir. It says it speak not. Go ahead and read. They must needs be born. Born means carried. It must need to be carried. You set it up, you got to take it down throw it out, don't you? Yes, sir. Go ahead and read. Because they cannot go. Go ahead. Be not afraid of them, uh-huh. for they cannot do evil, neither also is it in them to do good. Ain't that something? He said, don't be afraid of them. It is not to be, uh, 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 it ain't going to do evil, and it can't do good. So why put it up? You understand? But sisters and brothers, this is a Christmas tree right here. And this is where the tree is supposed to go. You ain't supposed to have it in the first place, but this is where it's supposed to go. It's supposed to go in the garbage can. That's where it's supposed to go. It is not supposed to be in your house. Any other time, the tree huggers and the tree lovers, they'd have been came, and you'd have been fine. You'd have been fine for having that tree, uh, uh, cutting the tree down in the first place. But it is an idol. It is something that you should not have, especially a church member. You should not have this in your house. Now, I'm going to show you you shouldn't have it in your house. Let's go to the Deuteronomy the seventh chapter. Deuteronomy 7. That tree should be in the garbage. It was up to me. I'd go by these tree farms. I'd burn every tree down over there. Because this is some nonsense. In the church, in the church, the Lord said, if you love me, keep my commandments. He told you, don't do what the heathen do. He told you, and now he's going to tell you, don't even put it in your house. Pick it up in verse 25, 7 and 25. What it say? The graven images of their <coughs> gods shall you burn with fire. Go ahead. Thou shalt not desire the civil or gold that is on He them, said, "You shouldn't even desire the silver and the gold that's on them, right? Go ahead and read." "Nor take it unto thee, uh-huh. lest thou be snared therein, for it is an abomination to the Lord thy God." He said, "Don't even." He said, "Don't even desire the silver and gold that's on it." He said, "Don't even." Uh, 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 he said, "He said it is an abomination to the Lord." Go ahead and read some more. Twenty-six. Neither shall thou bring an abomination into thine house. He said, don't even bring this thing in your house. Go ahead and read. At least thou be a cursed thing like it. He said, at least you'll be a curse just like it. You are not supposed to have that, sisters and brothers. It is is an idol. You got it in your house, and you done tied Jesus to it. Because Christ didn't have no mass. You done tied it to it. Go ahead and read. But thou shalt utterly detest it, and thou shalt utterly abhor it. For it is a cursed thing. It isn't a cursed thing. You should even have it in your house. Let's go to Revelation, the 17th uh, chapter. Revelation 17, and we're going to pick this up at verse 1. Revelation 17 and 1. It is ridiculous that the church would have something like this in their house. This doctrine came out of this cup that we're about to read about. This doctrine came out of this cup along with uh, Sunday worship, communion, and all this other stuff. Pick it up at verse 1, 17 and 1. Go ahead and read. And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, and talked with me. Go ahead. Saying unto me, Come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters. He going to show you the judgment of this great whore that sits over many people. Go ahead and read. With whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, uh-huh. and the inhabitants of the earth have, made, have been made drunk. With the wine of her fornication. Go ahead, brother. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness. And I saw a woman set upon a scarlet-colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, Uh having seven heads and ten horns. See, them seven heads and ten horns is the Gentile dynasty. This woman is riding the back of this Gentile dynasty. She is a part of this. Go ahead and read. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color. And her colors was purple and scarlet. Now this woman represents a church. Go ahead and read. And decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. Now she got on, she's rich. She's got she's got a stone. she got her own bank, she's got gold, precious stones, and she is rich. What she got in her hand, brother? Having a golden cup in her hand, full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. Ain't that something? That is what she got. In her hand. But I want you to read that fifth verse, too, because I want I want everybody to know her name. Go ahead and read. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. Now, let's go to the 13th chapter, and we're going to pick this up. Let's back up at verse 1. We're going to pick it up at verse 1 because, Brother Parnell, we got we to gotta, we gotta find out whose church this is. We got to find out whose church this is. Pick it up at verse 1. 13 and 1. And you got to pick up your steps, your pace. Go ahead and read. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon the horn, his horns ten crowns, uh-huh. and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. Now, the same beast, sisters and brothers, the same beast. Now, she got seven heads and ten horns. We read the woman was riding her, right? Yes, sir. Go ahead and read. And the beast which I saw was like on, unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear uh-huh. and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. Go ahead. And the dragon gave him power and his seat. And great authority. See, the dragon gave this beast his power, deceit, and great authority. Read on. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. Uh-huh. And all the world wondered after the beast. Go ahead. And they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. So now, if the if the Gentile dynasty has our own church, and the dragon gave the church its power, seat, and great authority, that means everybody that was drinking out of the cups, the kings of the earth, they all worshipped the dragon as well. So this doctrine that you got Sunday, Easter, Christmas, Communion, Good Friday, Lent, Easter Sunday, all that came out of the cup. And all that is a doctrine of devils. Let's move on, brother. Let's go to 1 Corinthians. Did you finish that verse? Finish the verse. And who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Now, let's look at this. Let's go to 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. Because this is a doctrine of devils. Because it has nothing to do. With the word of God. This ain't got nothing to do with the word of God, sisters and brothers. This is the doctrine of devils. We done read about Babylon the Great. We know who gave her her seat power and great authority. We read that in the book of Jeremiah that the Lord told you don't put up no tree. But the tree somehow has become synonymous with the, the, the being a Christian. And that's the part that you should look into. Like I said earlier, look on the internet. Look in the dictionary. Look anywhere. You can see that this is not from God. First Corinthians ten and twenty. Read verse twenty. Go ahead and read. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils uh-huh. and not to God. Go ahead. And when I would and I would not that you should have fellowship with devils. He said they sacrifice to devils and not to God. Go ahead and read. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Uh-huh. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of the devil. Ain't that the truth? You can't do both, sisters and brothers. You can't straddle the fence. So now let's go to the World Book Encyclopedia, and we're gonna go to uh, we're gonna go to page uh, 416. And you're gonna you're gonna start with the history. World Book Encyclopedia, page 416. And you're gonna start. You're gonna start right there. Go ahead and read. Scholars do not know the exact date of Christ's birth. Uh-huh. For more than 300 years, people observed his birthday on various dates. But if scholars don't know when he was born, then how do you pick a date? See, that came out of the cup, too, because that was a, a time that the Romans uh, dealt with a, with, a, uh, with a holiday called Saturnalia, And that's, they just mingled it in with Christianity, and that's how you got Christmas or Christ's Mass. Go ahead and read some more. In A.D. 354, Bishop Liberius of Rome... Notice what he said. Bishop, a preacher, always a preacher, bringing in false doctrine. Go ahead and read. Ordered the people to, to celebrate on December 25th. He ordered them to do it. He didn't ask them. He didn't plead with them or send no letters no. and, and beg them. He ordered them to do it. Go ahead and read. He probably chose this date because of the people of Rome. Uh-huh. Already observed it as the feast of Saturn. See what I'm saying? They was already doing it, sisters and brothers. That's why the Lord warned you about that Christmas tree. Go ahead and read. Celebrating the birth of the sun. Christians honored Christ instead of Saturn and, as, go ahead. as the light of the world. Ain't that something as the light of the they, they take little words out of the book, and then they make it a part of your worship service. Now, what, what, uh, you got some more? Read some more. The Christians of Egypt celebrated christmas on january the 6th see that's the epiphany see it's been around go ahead and read and many members of the eastern orthodox church still observe this date Uh uh-huh so they still observing the date uh brother let's move on let's go to the uh uh 409 now we're reading sisters and brothers out of the world book encyclopedia volume three so now page 409 under christmas what it say Christmas is a date on which Christians celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. No one knows exactly when Jesus was born. No, Sunday Christians. Sunday Christians do that. Sunday Christians. Go ahead and read. But most Christians observe Christmas on December 25th. Uh huh. People take part in religious ceremonies, observing the season of peace on earth. Uh huh. Goodwill toward men. Why is people robbing people, knocking them down, scanning their credit cards in their pockets this time of the year? All you hear about is people being stuck up, and then the stores are sticking the people up because every time you do uh, uh, whatever whatever religious holiday come up, you ever notice you always got to spend your money. Mm-hmm. The church don't give you no money to spend. Mm-hmm. They all you always got to spend your money. Go ahead and read. Many exchange gifts and decorate their homes with ho- with holly, mistletoe. And Christmas trees. The word Christmas comes from the early English phrase Christie Massey. Crisis Massey. Crisis Mass. Just like we got on the board. That is in a history book. Go ahead and read some more. Which means Christ Mass. Uh-huh. Most of the Christian story comes from the Bible. Luke 2 and Matthew 1 and 2. Uh-huh. Luke tells the story of a shepherd of the shepherds who were watching their flocks. When an angel appeared to them and told them his Savior had been born in Bethlehem. But then where the tree comes from? That ain't in that ain't in Luke either, is it? No. That ain't in Matthew, is it? No. Go ahead and read. The shepherds went to Bethlehem to see Jesus. Today thousands of pilgrims visit Bethlehem at Christmas time. See, the people is all faked out. They all faked out. Let's move on. Brother, let's go to uh page 416. I mean 415, and you're gonna pick it up under St. Nicholas. 415, and we're going to... Now, who is this guy? Now, check this out. He's a preacher, sisters and brothers. Go ahead and read. St. Nicholas. Start at St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas served as bishop of Myra in Asia Minor. Come in on. the AD 300s, he was famous for his generosity, and people came to believe that any surprise gift came from him. Now, now this is a bishop of Rome. He... He is St. Nicholas. He came up with slipping up on children and giving them stuff. Go ahead and read. The people of the Netherlands chose St. Nicholas as the patron saint of children. The people of the Netherlands. Go ahead and read. And his fame gradually spread. People today know their Christmas spirits by many names in France. What is it? He is Noël uh-huh. in Italy. Père Noel in Italy. Go ahead. What La, else he called? La Bifana. La Bifana. Go ahead. In Switzerland. Uh-huh. Cristinini. <coughs> uh-huh. Whatever he is called. Whatever. He Christianini, wherever, in the Gentile European countries. Because this is a Gentile European custom. But the Lord warned us about the customs of the Gentile. He told you not to do their customs. Well, you got some more? Yes, sir. Read it. Boys and girls throughout the world recognize him as a county symbol of Christmas. Now, go to Santa Claus. Go ahead. Santa Claus Uh is a distinctly American symbol. Now, it's an American symbol. Go ahead. Many of the habits now connected with him actually come from earlier symbolic characters in Europe. Sisters in Europe? Yes, sir. So, sisters and brothers, you read that in Matthew? You read that in Luke? No. You read that in John? You read that in in Paul's writing? You don't read that nowhere. But notice all the countries. I'm going to read it out of this book. Uh, Great Britain, France, Germany, Switzerland, Italy, Spain. All these Gentile nations, Sweden, Norway, Finland, Poland, Yugoslavia latin america it has been done all of this is the old one of the oldest pagan religions on the planet but what did the priests do the babylonian priests or the catholic priests they just swept the pagan part off that citronella junk and then they put christ's name on it with their church service christ's mass or christmas that's how you got it sisters and brothers that's how you got it i'm done with that that's making me sick Let's move on. Let's go to uh let's go to St. John, the fourth chapter. St. John 4. Because we shouldn't have been doing that. In Israel, if we was on our job, you out there pounding the payment. I heard some brother, he jumped some sister on the L. If we had been doing our job, the world would be right. But you going you're gonna whoop the sister because she corrected you about the book. But the book is always right. John 4, and we're gonna pick this up at verse 23. John 4. And twenty three. I mean, I'm sorry, twenty one. John four and twenty one. What it say? Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Uh huh. Ye worship, ye know not what. Ain't that something? He said, You worship, but you know not what. We're not worshiping the Father today, because we're doing everything else. He said, But you worship, but you know not what. What it say? We know what we worship. Yes, we do. For salvation is of the Jews. Go ahead. But the hour cometh and now is, when the true worshiper should... He said should, the true worshiper should do what? Should worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And that's why you watch the Bible speak, because we teach you in spirit and the truth. Go ahead and read. For the father seeketh such to worship him. Uh-huh. And yep. the father seeketh such to worship. He wants you to worship him according to his word. Now, let's move on, uh, brother. Let's go to Jeremiah the 23rd chapter. Don't get caught in the lesson. Let's keep moving. Jeremiah 23, and you're going to pick it up at verse 13. 23 and 13. Go ahead and read. And I've seen folly in the prophets of Samaria. Uh-huh. They prophesied in Baal uh-huh. and caused my people, Israel, to err. Go ahead. I have seen also in the prophets of Jerusalem in horrible things. What do you see? They commit adultery uh-huh. and walk in lies. They strengthen also the hands of evildoers. Yes. That none doth return from his wickedness. Go ahead. They are all of them unto me as Sodom and the inhabitants thereof as Gomorrah you see what he said he said I saw the folly of these preachers they prophesy in Baal that's why the Lord told you about the necromancer. he told you about all that fortune telling he said you done caused the church to error skip down to verse 16 what he say? thus says the Lord of How can uh-huh. not unto the words of the prophets anybody teaching you that, that Christmas is all good he said don't listen to him go ahead and read that prophesy unto you They make you vain. Yes. They speak a vision of their own heart. Didn't we read that it was a vain custom? Go ahead and read. And not out of the mouth of the Lord. He said the Lord didn't tell you to do Christmas. He didn't tell you to do Lent. He didn't tell you to put no star on the top of some dead tree that you cut out of the forest and drug in your house. He didn't tell you to do that, sisters and brothers. Skip down to verse 21 and read that. I have not seen these prophets. Uh huh. Yet they ran. He said, I ain't spoke to them, but they ran to you. Go ahead. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. He said, I ain't told them nothing, but they prophesied to you. Skip down to 25. what did he say? I've heard what the prophets said. Now the Lord is listening. He heard this false doctrine that the prophets have given to people. Go ahead. They that prophesied lies in my name. Uh huh. Said I have dreamed, I have dreamed. One more. How long should this be in the heart of the prophets? <laughs> That prophesy lies, yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart. Ain't that some? Let's move on. Let's go to Ezekiel the uh, the thirty-fourth uh, chapter. He say they prophesy lies out of the deceit of their own heart. They look good, they got the big church, they talk good, but they lie. You can't read nothing that they say in the book. You can't read Christmas in the book. You can't read Santa Claus in the book. The fat cat. With the, with, the, with the big belly, and he go to everybody's crib. You can't read that in the Bible. Ezekiel 34 and 1. But why you can't read it? It ain't there. Sisters and brothers, the ministers has been faking us out for generations. Verse 1. Go ahead and read. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, uh-huh. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Keep going. Prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds, Woe be to the shepherds Uh of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flock? They should. Go ahead. Ye eat the fat, and you clothe you with the war. You kill them that are fed, but you feed not the flock. Go ahead. The the disease have ye not strengthened, Uh neither have ye healed that which was sick. See, the people people that got the diseased mind, that's sick of the mind, you ain't tried to heal them with the word. The great physician has been here and gone, and he didn't left the medicine, but you will not feed the flock. Go ahead and read. Neither have you bound up that which was broken. Uh Uh-huh. Neither have you brought again that which was driven away. He ain't did nothing, Parnell. Go ahead and read. Neither have you sought that which was lost. Go ahead. But with force and And with cruelty cruelty have you ruled them. Go ahead. And they were scattered because there is no Shepherd. shepherd, and they became meat to all the beasts. Of the field, You know who these beasts of the field, sisters and brothers, are? These are these ministers. These are these pastors. They are the beasts of the field. Go ahead and read. When they were scattered. That's good. When they were scattered. Skip down to verse 7 and continue. Therefore, ye shepherds. Pick it up. Hear the word of the Lord. As I live, said the Lord God, uh-huh. surely because my flock became a prey and my flock became meat to every beast of the field. Go ahead. Because there was no shepherd. Ain't that something? He said a flock become a prey. And the flock became meat to every beast. That's why everybody want to be a preacher. You know, they ain't got no knowledge of the book, but they can scream loud. They can holler. They can dance all over the place. But then they ask for a love offering every five minutes. Why are you paying them for not giving you that witch's bread, huh? Why are they, why they paying the people? Go ahead and read. Neither did my shepherds search for my flock. They never but, do. Go ahead. But the shepherds fed themselves and, and fed not my flock. Verse 18, read verse 18, because they didn't feed it because they know the word of God, but they didn't give it to the people because they tread, they tread on it with their feet. Go ahead and read some more. Eighteen. Siemens it a small thing unto you to have eaten up the good pasture. Now he's talking to the priest. It's a small thing. You didn't. You didn't eat the good word. What he say? But you must tread down with your feet the residue of your pastures. Go ahead. And to have drunk of the deep water. See the minister. These ministers out here that's been around 20, 25 years. They didn't read the book. They didn't drink of the deep water. Go ahead and read. But you must foul the residue with your feet. Go ahead. And as for my flock. They eat that which you have trodden with your feet. Ain't that something? They eat that which you done tried it with your feet. Go ahead. And they drink that which you have fouled with your feet. Skip back up to verse 9. Read verse 9 for me. Go ahead and read.
1: Therefore, Therefore
0: O ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Go ahead. Thus saith the Lord God, uh-huh. No, I am against the shepherds, and I re- will require my flock at their hands. Go ahead. And cause them to cease from feeding the flock, neither shall the shepherds feed themselves anymore. Go ahead. For I will deliver my flock from their mouth that they may not be meat for them. See, this is what the Bible speaks to do for you. We are going to feed the flock because we read right out of the book. Skip down to verse 25. Read 25, brother. Go ahead. And I will make them I will make with them a covenant of peace. Yes. And will cause the evil beasts to cease out of the land. Yes. And they should dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. See, the Lord is going to make a covenant of peace and then he's going to run the beast of the field clean out the land let's move on let's go to Isaiah 56 real quick let's read who is this beast of the field Isaiah 56 and 9 go ahead and read when you get it all you beasts of the field Uh come to devour go ahead yeah all you beasts in the forest his watchmen are blind they are all ignorant Uh they are all dumb dogs now this is Isaiah 56 don't blame nobody here. The Lord says these watchmen are blind. they beast beasts in the field. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark. Go ahead and read. Sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Uh-huh. Yea, they are greedy dogs. Greedy dogs. Which can never have enough. Uh huh. And they are shepherds, shepherds that cannot understand. Go ahead. They all look to their own way. Everyone for his gain from his quarter. Ain't that something? We're going to read one more. We're going to read one more scripture. Let's go to Deuteronomy 30. We're going to skip that one. We're going to go to Deuteronomy 30. And we're going to let the Lord tell you, brothers and sisters. Deuteronomy 30. He's going to give you a shot. Deuteronomy 30 and 10. Deuteronomy 30 and 10. When you get it, just read it. Go ahead. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God and uh-huh. keep his commandments yes. and his statutes, which are written in this book of the law, and if thou turn unto the Lord thy God with all to thy thine heart. heart and with all thy soul. Now, we read that in Matthew, yes, did That was the first and great commandment. Go ahead. For this commandment which I command thee this day, go ahead. it is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. Go ahead. It is not in heaven that thou shouldest say, who should go up for us to heaven go ahead. and bring it unto us, Keep going. that we may hear it and do, and do it. it. Go ahead. Neither is it beyond the sea that thou shouldest say, who should go over the sea for us and bring it unto us, that we may hear it and do it. But the word is very nigh unto thee, go that my, in thy mouth and in thy heart that thou mayest do it. Go one more. See, I have set before thee this day life in good and death in evil. And I'm going to read verse 17. And if thine heart turn away, so that thou will not hear, but shall be drawn away and worship other gods to serve them, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall perish, and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land whether thou passest over the Jordan to possess it. And I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. And we are calling heaven and earth to record this day if you put that tree up against you. I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Therefore, choose both thou and that thy seed may live. Sisters and brothers, just keep the commandments that God gave you in the book of the law the real word of God, or the real spirit of God that's in your Bible. And Christmas is the wrong spirit. It is not the spirit of God. It is a doctrine of devils. We thank you,
1: and may God bless you. And this is Kenneth Brooks. And you're riding down Post Boulevard. Traffic may get back up from time to time, but if you be a little patient, and you have a little fuel, it'll soon clear up like a kid with bad acne. And if the grass is greener on the other side of the fence, don't judge the boot by the cover, brother, because it could be artificial turf that you're looking at. So change your cleats before you slip and fall. And I guarantee you this, that prison water bill is a lot higher than yours. My great-grandmother, Beata Brooks clearly to be 107 years old. Her body couldn't do the things that she used to do when she was younger, but her mind was still sharp so raise your blade right off the assembly line. She had a saying, just because you see me smiling at you with these pearly whites, you don't know the pain I'm going through with all these cavities in the back of my mouth that you don't see. And she also said this, people would never know how bad your trash smells unless you open the lid. So keep your mouth closed, brothers and sisters. And everything in life is not what it seems. I have a sauce, baby food, it's the same thing. It's just in two different containers. And just remember, I got your back like a cheap t-shirt and static clean. God bless you. God keep you. It's my prayer.